Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Six pounds, pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her and wreck her men's. Some her wreck her men's. Every year. Here we are. Why wouldn't we? My name's Summer Yeager. I'm here with my beautiful co-host Joy. And I feel like this entire episode is just us chatting about our favorite things. Yes. So, um... I have to tell you that I recommend uh, changing up your starter ratio because I did that this last week. Okay. So my whole sourdough life, all five months of it has been, you have your, you weigh your starter, let's say it's 175 grams. So then you add 175 grams of flour, Mm -hmm. 175 grams of water and you mix. Well then, because my phone knows me, my phone's been like, hey, you want to watch all these sourdough videos, right? And I'm like, yes. Watched a lot of sourdough videos. And what I kept coming across was all these people saying, if you live in a dry climate, you need to do a, oh. a one to one to three fourths. Okay. On the water. Okay. So then what I have to do, because I suck at math, is I weigh my starter and it's, you know, 100 grams and I'm like, what's 75%? Just kidding. <laughs> if it was 100 grams, I'd be able to do that. Okay. It's like 56 grams. And I'm For like, the sake of the, I Google, the explanation. I get on the you Googles. Have to keep it simple. And I'm like, I ask Google, what is 75% of 57? And then it tells me, and that's how much water I put in. Anyway, ever since okay. I started doing that, my starter is like growing. It's Loving it. a new person. I had to rename it, honestly, because it's trans um it was michael buble because it was so bubbly but now um it's jan levinson very nice very alive and all over the place and stinky has a bad attitude (laughs) and i love it and my bread is bubbly i just instantly think of her um singing son of Uh, a preacher man over and over again absolutely and there was not a more jan levinson levinson moment no in that whole show no, than so that moment. Jan's doing great. And I just think if you, it's time, if you want to make sourdough to just get into it, you guys just do it. Just get into the sourdough game. And the thing about sourdough is that it's actually flexible and you can break all of the rules. Just like Jan. Just like me. <laughs> the more rules people make, the more I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I won't do it. So, and it's working out great. Then it drives some of my friends nuts. Yeah, it's interesting because some, um, there's like two kinds of, uh, well, I guess you could say bakers in general or people who make bread or really anything. There are people who love like the science and the reaction. Yeah. And then there are people that are just like, if I do this enough times, I will just learn like what's right and what's yeah. like, so it combines. I'm I'm the second one and all my friends are the first one. Which like, is, what do you mean? There's no rules. They're like, what's your timeline? What timeline? How like, many stretch and pulls? 
Exactly. I, I stopped. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Just I forgot. It looks good. Just to like felt like not doing it anymore. <laughs> the other night I was like looking at it and I was like, did I stretch and fold you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm putting you in the fridge though. <laughs> and I knew which one of my friends would scream if they were there <laughs> with me. And just, you know, the bread was delicious. So break all the rules. And that's, that's my honest first summer recommend. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, I have a food one too. Yes. So I'm going to just okay. go, I'm going to kind of jump yeah, into your theme. Um, breakfast. This is what I call it. Cause it, I think it's technically meets the, the, the okay. definition of a salad. So a breakfast. Wait, salad. I just had this whole conversation over dinner with my family. What is a salad? What is it? Um, what's well, a salad I did look it up and I read the definition and the definition did please me but the third definition pleased me most there's one yes. two three okay the third one was really the one that so a cold dish of various mixtures of raw or cooked vegetables usually seasoned with oil vinegar and other dressing sometimes accompanied with meat fish or other ingredients then you have a mixture containing a specified ingredient served with a dressing there you go. And then you have a vegetable Salad. suitable for eating raw. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so this is my little. Um, oh, so good. Oh, tell me. It's j- it's so simple, too. And you Wonderful. won't believe. Th- I mean, this is how this is the glory of the vegetable, which is a culinary term because they're all fruit. Everyone's like, well, tomato is a fruit because I'm about to say tomato, but they're all fruits. Col- a vegetable is not like a botanical term. It's a culinary term. Anyway, you're welcome, babe. Um, <laughs> this is all flying over my head. <laughs> but see, you're, see what you're doing is you're defining things. I don't. I reject all these rules and definitions. Um, but so, oh, here's what I'm telling you: is you're gonna get tomatoes. Okay. Small little ones, cherry. like a cherry tomato. Okay. I personally prefer the ones that are like a bunch of different colors oh, and yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, like orange, yellow, red. One hundred. Um, and, uh, you're going to chop some of those up in half. You want them to be kind of like chunky. Okay. Then, um, you're going to cut up an avocado. Wonderful. You're going to mix those two things together with salt and pepper and you're going to eat them with your eggs and your sriracha. And people will, the reason I'm recommending it is because people will literally ask you, what did you do to this? And you'll be like, I mixed it together and put salt and pepper on it. my face <laughs> and they'll be like what you didn't put like a special sauce on this it's like no Listen, it doesn't require it salt pepper and sriracha <laughs> is my favorite even sauce. without the sriracha if you're not a spicy person it's still delicious but oh, yeah the sriracha just adds like a little um, something can i so here's what i'm gonna do with that because okay. i'm 100 on board and that sounds absolutely delicious um yeah. what i'm gonna do to up the protein because we're still right. being those people mm-hmm. is i'm going to take low-fat cottage cheese which is disgusting but hold i'm going to put it in my blender or my uh brand new neutral bullet thank you 
honey, love you. <laughs> um, and I'm going to put it in my Nutribullet with sriracha and a drop of honey and salt and oh, pepper, and, make, like, a and then sauce. blend it okay. into a incredibly delicious, creamy, high protein, low calorie sauce, and then put it on my entire life, which is what I do. So I I like to put co- the cottage cheese directly into my okay. eggs. So some of you, you cottage cheese lovers, I know. I will cook my eggs with cottage cheese too. Yeah. Because it cooks but, yeah. the little curds out. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's not, but it is definitely wetter. If you're doing cottage cheese with your eggs, yeah, you don't you need gotta butter. Give it some chance stuff. to like kind of cook the moisture out. Cook it Otherwise, in. oh, for sure. For sure. You're going to have a little too much wetness. Oh, man. Cottage cheese. Oh, but that is going to be so good. Because cottage yeah. cheese blended with sriracha and some honey is just. It's, it's so good. I put it on tacos. I put it on salads. I put it on ground crema. turkey. It's just... You just call it crema? It's my crema. And everyone's like, oh, fancy. It's delicious. Gourmet. I know. I what, And I really have to blend it because then my kids don't know that it's not... Like, I make Alfredo sauce this way. Yeah. Protein. You should see the protein count on A this. blender can transform... Many things. Many things. Many things. It's just so... <laughs> Delicious. My other food recommend. Uh, oh well. Also, I recommend you can leave us a voicemail at four seven zero four six five zero four seven five. Oh yeah, we really just like. Yeah, join our book did club. We even, what happened? We didn't. That's Joy. I'm Summer. We kind of did. I just. I think we do it often. Was enough. excited to. Sh- we, yeah, you guys know. Um, Shopsheologians.com has cute. Are clothes. we recording? Did we? Check yeah, we're that? recording. We're, we're okay. recording. <laughs> right. I just forgot kind of everything that happened up until this point. So. <laughs> I was just having fun. <laughs> There's a book club going on at <laughs> patreon.com slash theologians. It's us and way cooler people that you can hang out with and read a book with. <laughs> Join us over there. Um, have I told you about my rice flour hack? Oh, yes. Okay. To coat to the. Yes. Yeah. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to recommend that one more time because I actually keep getting that question. What flour did you recommend? in your final sourdough shaping and I use rice flour and you know if you're super just excellent and you've been doing sourdough for years this is not a hack that you need but very helpful if you're having trouble for with us your newbies and then uh if you're really bad at scoring like I am freeze your loaf for about 30 minutes oh very helpful make it a little more like bound yes yes that's helped me uh, tremendously because I am not an artist in that way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's just made it easier to score. Um, I used to follow, I may still on Instagram, someone who did just like beautiful scoring. It's harder than it looks. Yeah. You watch them do it and it's like, that's easy. There's and then you go to involved. do it and it's not. It's like, like oh, watching someone paint something. My You're little like, wheat, my wheat doesn't look like that wheat. I'm horrible at scoring. Dr- truly terrible. <laughs> it's really not. Thank goodness the bread tastes great. Oh, and the starter ratio, so much more sour. My bread oh, smells nice. like a sock. It is awesome. It is so good. <laughs> it is delicious. My kids love it. Everyone loves it. Okay. Um, Someone was out there taking notes and then they were like, um, disregard all that. <laughs> smells like a sock. Huh. <laughs> We haven't talked about what um, kinds of recommends we're doing. So this could be really like rough shot this summer, which right. is fine with me. Um, I was, I'm a little oh, weird. Oh, you know, we're recording this in advance, but I just, what, oh, what happened? I just was like, 
the tomato avocado so salad. I'm like, oh, in the summer? Oh, it's going to be even better. I'm so happy for you guys. <laughs> I mean, it's already 90 degrees here. <laughs> but for those of you that are still experiencing snow in April, I know you're out there. Um, yeah. So I just read a book. Okay. We can launch to. I just read a book. Um, like media books. Here's, the, like here's the thing with my book recommends is. There's there's a problem. There's here's the problem. Um, I don't know when this book comes out, <laughs> but okay, like it might not be out until later. So did somebody <laughs> send you an advanced copy of this? Yes. And here's the thing I have to say is that if you only read one book this year, that's not the Bible. This Whoa. is it. I say this. In 100% sincerity, and I could not mean it harder. I couldn't mean this more. I couldn't mean it more. If you're going to read one book this year, and here's the thing I'm realizing is that I'm not sure it comes out this year. Well, this is a great teaser for it. For this year? I'm not even sure if okay. it comes out this well, year. <laughs> I think it does. Because at first I thought what I you were saying is like, I, this might come out a few months after I recommend it. <laughs> I, but what you're saying is like this could be a massive tease. I'm going to recommend you move to the edge of your seat and wait in anticipation okay. for one more year. Okay. I just looked it up on Amazon. It releases September 12th. I'm really sorry. Oh, okay. I'm really sorry. It releases September 12th. So what you need to do right this absolute second, but like pause and can go. You, pre-order? you can pre-order it. You can pre-order it right now. Um, if you can pre-order it right now, pre-order it. I'll just send you the PDF, Joy. I'll just oh, send okay. it. It's, okay. I'll send it to you. Okay. Um, it is Rosaria Butterfield's <gasps> Five Lies of Our Anti-Christian Age. Oh. And this book is such wow. What a required what a Rosaria reading. Um, the title title and just the. The cover even is just like so, mm. like just mm. classic. Mm. Love it. Uh, you have to pick up this book. And if this is the one book you make time for this year, this is the book to make time for. Um, this book will turn on, you know, those cobwebs Joy keeps talking about in your house that you need to clear out. This book is going to um, be the power scrubber that you take to all of them. It's it's going to, um, it's like putting glasses on if you have lost your glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, I could not recommend this book more. So Five Lies of Our Anti-Christian Age. Wow. It's coming out September 12th. Um they may or may not accept my endorsement. I went ahead and just was like, here, I'd like to, if you want to put my name, I, uh, it's fine. Uh, this book I want everyone to read. So a uh, wonderful book by a wonderful lady. And I, I on- honestly, when I sat down to like write what I recommend, I was like, 
I want to recommend this so strongly. I don't even want to recommend anything else because oh, really? <laughs> because then it might take away. Like you might hear me wrong. You might hear me say, here's another good book to read this year. But what I mean is <laughs> at the end of this summer on September 12th, have Amazon drop it off at your house so that you can finish it before the year is over. It's that good. Wow. Just, I'm excited. It's very yeah. good. Oh, yeah. It's very send, good. Send yeah. Over. Mm-hmm. You got it. Um, okay. So you don't have any other books to recommend? It's not worth it. Okay. It's not worth okay. it. I read this book. I finished. I, I Just read this book. Okay. I have three, but they're very different I'm from what you recommended. I'm glad that you, you have recommended. three because I'm also like, hey, here's our summer recommends and it comes out September. The thing it's is, they're not, they're not in competition with this book at all so so read joy's three over the summer <laughs> be done with them on september 12th so that when amazon drops that package off so okay so actually two of my recommendations are children's books you have plenty of time to finish them then. one of them is a very easy read the other one is like an early reader mm. book um so the early reader which I wrote this down a long time ago to like remember to do it okay. in our next rec- next recommend episode, mm-hmm. and now I'm afraid that I already recommended it. Okay, but so there is it's technically a series. It only has two books in it at this point. Okay, but it's a young reader called. Um, oh no! Did I put the order wrong on this? I'm like second guessing myself. <laughs> Oh, okay. I own it on my phone. So just, I'm so sorry, guys. I did that thing where Does the order matter? Well, it's the title of the book. Oh, okay. Okay. And so I did that thing where I looked at it and I'm like, is that right though? Yeah. Is it right? Um, And let me see. Where is it? Oh, I think I was wrong. Um, Yeah. So it's called Skunk and Badger. Okay. It's by Amy Timberlake. Okay. Um, And it is a really great young reader that I would recommend for adults still. I have not read the second one, but I've read the first one, which is kind of like the intro to Skunk and Badger's relationship. But it is a sort of um, unexpected, uncommon take on... Uh, getting along with people who aren't like you or do not adhere to your preferences or um, I don't know. It's just not the type of story I feel like it's very commonly being told. It um, looks very cute. Yes. The illustrations. It, it, so in that one, so actually both of the children's books that I'm going to recommend to you are illustrated by John Classen, who's my favorite. favorite. What else yeah. has he done? Because he does I... the hats, the hat books. I want my hat back. You stole my hat. He has a few other books too, but he's, he is, has done a much more illustrate. He's first and foremost, an illustrator that has happened to, he's written some children's books, but um, just his, this, these illustrations, these illustrations look extremely recognizable to me yeah. and just like comforting. Yes. And so there is only a few illustrations in Skunk and Badger, just because, like I said, it's an early reader. So there's like an illustration that accompanies like the chapters. Um, But uh, so, yeah, it's a really it's definitely um, I don't know if I don't even know if Amy Timberlake is 
British, but it's very British. It's like a little dry, super simple story. Um, but it's just, it's all about um, being a friend, basically. And that includes like being friends with someone who might not be like you. Um, but it's also not done in like a feminine way. It's definitely oh, yeah. a very good like mm-hmm. boy story. Anyway. Cute. Um, it's very cute. So the the second one, the second children's book that I'm going to recommend is called The Dark by Lemony Snicket. Okay. He, of course, wrote a series of unfortunate events. This is a very short picture book. Um, and it will be... It's not for every child. It's not for every age. Okay. Um, I have not read it to Georgia yet, actually. But um, it is like a very little like toe into scary. Okay. Creepy. Yeah. Now, it doesn't... St- that it's sounds sh- right for Lemony Snicket. Right. And it's a short book, so it doesn't stay there for very long. Mm-hmm. But if you feel like you have a child that would enjoy that sort of thing... Yeah. It's really cute. And I would say, um, here's why my secondary part of my recommendation is that when you, so, well, I guess, so this is a recommendation in and of itself is that you read books to your children. Well, does that mean everyone has to have a voice? Everyone? No, of course not. I understand there are limitations, I have my own. <laughs> um, yes. But what I mean is that you should read in a way that conveys the feeling and emotion that is happening in the story. Um, if someone, I do personally think that not everyone has to have their own individual voice, but if a voice is characterized and described in a certain way, you should do, you should be reading their uh, dialogue with that voice um i get it don't be boring so yes so what i'm saying is have fun and if you're someone that wants to practice having fun reading storybooks to your children this is going to be right up your you're gonna have so much fun just being a little nerdy which is a good thing yeah it's good it's good to also teach your kids that it's okay to like be a little silly and nerdy and like not care um so yeah and then my third book is actually a compilation of quotes by david bonson called there's no free lunch and it's like uh oh dang i should have probably i think it's 250 it's a compilation of like 250 economic quotes i got it for my husband for christmas and yes it's 250 Yeah. And so he has a nice little like introduction and then he just compiled a bunch of uh, quotes of people that have said smart things, smart economic things. So maybe if economics is not your. Oh, well, actually, you know what? I can totally also recommend. I'm doing this on the fly, though. So maybe you should do your next recommend and I'll. I like this. Can I, can I read one of the quotes? Oh, yeah. Um, 
Under capitalism, the common man enjoys amenities which in ages gone by were unknown and therefore inaccessible even to the richest people. But of course, these motor cars, television sets, and refrigerators do not make a man happy. In the instant in which he acquires them, he may feel happier than he did before. But as soon as some of his wishes are satisfied, new wishes spring up. Such is human nature. And then he has, it looks like, so that was Ludwig von Mises. Oh, I don't know. Okay. And then he has just like a little... uh expounding upon after it yeah that he does like just mm-hmm. a paragraph this yeah. is so interesting yeah okay cool it's really excellent very interesting and certainly if you don't want to read just like a wall-to-wall economics book might be nice a little more fun a little more enjoyable um but while i'm thinking of it i don't think we ever officially recommended this on geologians we talked with david bonson about it on apologia radio but um if you go to Bonson.com, you can absolutely take a free Ooh. economics class created by cool. David Bonson. Um, That's cool. You just have to register and then you can take it. And it's like a 101 class. So it's meant for like yeah. probably upper aged uh, high schoolers. But uh, if you left high school and you're 34 and you didn't <laughs> learn anything about economics in high school, you can also take it if your name's Joy <laughs> or any other name, I suppose. Are you enjoying it? That's my last <laughs> That's my last minute. It's taking me a second to get through. He said that, like, if you are, if you really prioritize it, mm-hmm. it can be done as like a semester type that's cool. lesson. Yeah. But I, of course, am taking much longer. Or just for your homeschool moms. You got oh, kids yeah. in high school that need. Right. Or if you think maybe your kids that's really are a cool. little too young for it. You can take it too, and yeah. perhaps walk through walk them through some things that mm-hmm. maybe uh, they mm-hmm. have questions yeah. about. So that's really cool. Yeah, that was like a very little last minute thing that just popped into your head. Yes. Yeah. Um. Actually, I think maybe uh, I get this email uh a lot. I get questions about uh. What do you recommend uh, for somebody who's grieving or somebody who maybe has had a miscarriage, things like that? And so um, I really sweet. I think it's maybe it's our Idaho friends. Mm. They always have. It's so they do. They always have a hand, a stack of uh, books that are just like Samuel Rutherford quotes Mm -hmm. that they give to people who are grieving. Um, And then I had someone recommend. to me from grief to glory by James Bruce. So this is a book I like to have on hand and it's really great. Um, it's a book I like to have on hand for people who are experiencing loss. Um, and I just think it's a good habit to get into, to have something kind of ready for that moment. It's like a hospitality. It's like, I I can bring you a meal and here's some comforting words because I'm not going to make you host me right now. But here's. Well, especially um, like the little Rutherford books you're talking about are like little. They're little. Yeah, they're tiny. Mm -hmm. So you could even potentially if you find something you like. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of. I mean, honestly, at some point depending on how you're able to purchase something, you could be around the same price point as a card. (laughs) 
So it's like, you know, if you want to have, we recommended at one point having like a card box with cards, but it's a, you know, I don't think it's a bad, as long Mm -hmm. as you're able to, Mm -hmm. um, afford that, you know, please don't, we're never, we're never going to tell you here at Sheologians to just do whatever you want. (laughs) Without your husband's permission, or I know it makes beyond you your means, <laughs> but it is a good idea to just have something uh, in advance. Yes, be prepared. Um, okay, so I have some uh, music recommendations. Obviously, um, our friend by Brian Slopey, he has a wonderful bunch of albums and a lot of them are psalms and um his music is really great he recently had an album come out um that did so well by the way uh i'm so excited for him congratulations to uh brian soiree for that um his his new album uh even dragons shall praise him uh did really really well i think at one point it was just like it was like right behind Taylor Swift on the album charts. Wow. Not her new one. Right. Obviously her album from 2017 because we're talking about Taylor Swift, but right. I mean, it was up there. So just congratulations to him, but all of his, his whole catalog is worth listening to. That's uh, Brian Soiree. S A U V E. <laughs> Wait, S A. Yeah. S A U V E. No one knows his last name. I refuse. Um, and then uh, we also had a lot of people ask us about um, From Thief to King, oh, yeah. uh, another great Christian artist. I think he's friends with, I think he's friends with Brian Satterfield. Septuagint. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, if I remember correctly. So uh, From Thief to King, he has great music too. I think it would make sense that they were friends. If they're not, oh, yeah. they should be. Yeah, you guys reach out I'm to each other. Sure, I'm pretty sure they like mildly know each other in some capacity. Mildly, mildly know. Um, and then the other two bands or Christian groups that because it's hard. It's Christian music sucks. I'm sorry, the vast majority of it does. Um, and so I understand the difficulty in finding Christian music that you like want to listen to. Um, and so we usually have um. Any of Brian Slappy's music playing, um, Thief to King, City of Light, Sleeping at Last. And then I am a sucker for Ghost Ship. Okay. I love Ghost Ship. I think we've talked about Ghost Ship before. So much. And they don't have a ton of new music. And some of it is just weird. And my kids make fun of me, but I love Ghost <laughs> Ship. I, uh, I also have a music recommendation Unfortunately, I don't like, I don't recommend every single thing that is on That's okay. these it's albums. It's Sheologians. You don't have to. It's okay. But, um, so there's these things called the Getty Kids Hymnal. There's a, okay. there's like four of them that are yeah. different. It's like themes. Yeah. Um, and again, like the one that we listen to a lot is the Getty Kids Hymnal in Christ Alone. Um, which some of the songs on there, we just skip because not that they're like heretical, but we just don't, they're not like the type of deep theological song that we want to listen to, Yeah. but they have a really great, 
um, song version of the Apostles' Creed. Um, they have they do a little mix up of the doxology and old, the old one hundredth, which they call the new one hundredth. Beautiful. And they have kind of like a Celtic, mm-hmm. Irishy type. Yeah. Um, so we like those, and they ha- again, you'll just have to kind of. You'll figure out which ones you don't like as much as other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're they're very good too. Especially uh, the mm-hmm. Apostles' Creed one is really it's good. just like, oh wow, this is just the beliefs of the faith and we're singing them, which means we're gonna memorize them so much easier. <laughs> uh well, as usual, you're more refined than I am because <laughs> um my favorite kids album is the Shylin one. Oh, that one's excellent too. It's so, <laughs> so good. good. It's so good. It's so good to the point where um when I need to find a more obscure book of the Bible, I start singing the oh, God yeah. of the Books yep. song in my mm-hmm. head. Um and it's just it's absolutely I love it. Yeah, it's if you want if you want to memorize the books of the Bible in order, yeah. Uh <laughs> definitely listen to that just start listening to it well, your kids will remember the album is called jesus kids and it's yeah. actually really good it and it has the cat has catechism questions yeah. it has a, a mighty fortress on it yeah um but gotta know the books is such a oh, yeah. bop it's oh, yeah. so good yes mm-hmm. i totally agree <laughs> i'm not sorry <laughs> i am zero percent sorry okay um those are our music recommends um uh, oh, I, I forgot. Somebody, uh, I used Rod and Staff as my homeschool curriculum. Oh, what? Happened? There you go. Yeah, that's another. Those are books that I recommend. And yes, I know that they are like Mennonite or something. Oh yeah. Um, and I know that that upsets some people. And my one of my recommends is to stay out of Reformed Facebook groups because. They are just cesspools now. I don't know. Something happened. I just cannot imagine a Mennonite making anyone mad. I know. Like all the differences I have aside. You'd have to be a person still living in reformed Facebook groups to be mad at a Mennonite. I guess then that makes sense because I'm not in them. I think I did tell you guys whatever. So I think the one problem I've come across with using those books is, um, well, my... (laughs) My daughter, she was doing one of the books. She's doing the eighth grade um, reading book, which is just a lesson. It's a book on how to read well, right? So you read a poem or an excerpt or whatever, and it walks you through how to read this well, which is a great practice. Which is what I was talking about earlier. Yes. We we double recommend that one. Double recommend it. And uh, the section in her book and then the way the questions are, uh, she came over to me and she was like, isn't being a pacifist bad? (laughs) She was mad. She was like, mom, the book says that you can't defend yourself. And I was like, well, honey... (laughs) Let me talk to you about pacifism. Right. Uh, and so whatever, it was a great opportunity to talk about pacifism. And, you know, something I do, I want my kids to have a firm foundation and have a biblical worldview. And I don't, I don't believe that pacifism is a biblical worldview right. uh, in terms of how they were presenting We're not going to be recommending that one. I don't recommend that, but I do need, and those of you who are upset that um 
Rod and Staff are not Calvinists. I do need my kids to know that we will be in heaven with believers who do not agree with us down to the letter of every right. piece of theological point and distinction. Well, and even just not everything we read, we necessarily agree Have with to agree automatically. With. Right. And if anything, you would want them to come to you and be like, wait a minute. Yeah. Do we agree with this? Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. And so I told her, I said, listen, when I grade your work on this paper, I will not grade you according to <laughs> right. their handbook. But this is actually a great way to learn how to read well and to learn how to read well with me. Right. Uh, so anyway, it was just really funny that that um, was so bothersome. But my recommend for the summer is to stay out of reform Facebook groups. <laughs> That's one of my like life hacks for you because... There was a there was a heyday where all of us got connected in these reformed Facebook groups and then they just well then twenty seventeen happened and you know, just did you guys know there's been a mass shift <laughs> in the theological world? Um, because there has, and uh the deconstruction of so many has seeped into so many areas and um, you know, people that that we would have thought were on our team five years ago. Clearly not. And so long and farewell, but fa reformed Facebook groups are people ask us like, Oh, why don't you, why don't you get oh, listen reformed Facebook groups that no, have you seen our comment section? No, I'm not doing it. Um, so anyway, uh, I wanted to give everyone a summertime challenge, which we've never done before. Oh, summer's Do challenge. This is Summer's Summertime Challenge. It now has a name. This is Summer's Summertime Challenge. Um, the first annual. The first <laughs> fun run race for the cure. <laughs> um, so here's what I wanted to challenge everyone to do. And this is just for funsies. And, you know, it's just for fun. It's just a, it's just a little. Which is such an interesting way for Summer to... <laughs> preface something anyone from her family to be like look this is light challenge <laughs> light very very light so we'll see let's see how <laughs> we'll see what you're about to say a I... light challenge of taking as many steps as it would take to circumnavigate the globe just a light just in the next three months just all you have to do for is go for a light walk a every light day. Walk. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to check back in with you on September 12th, which right. is when Rosaria's, mm -hmm. when you're going to start reading Rosaria's book. Right. Um, that'll be our end date because now we're moving on to other things. Namely, mm -hmm. it's time for you to read Rosaria's book right. is what that's right. the end of the challenge. Okay. So I'm going to check back in on September 12th with you all. If you decide to join the challenge and here is the challenge. I want you to pick one thing, one thing that you are going to be consistent with from now until September 12th. And it could be anything. It could be, um, it could be making dinner five nights a week. Mm -hmm. It could be going for a walk twice a week. It could, could be, be reading the Old Testament. Reading the New Testament. True. It could be um, praying once a day with your kids. It could be 
trying to bake something new every other Saturday. Mm -hmm. It could be coming up with, it could be on Saturday night, getting completely prepared for church the next day so you can take the day off. Um, It could be a workout routine. It could be food goals. It could be... It could be whatever you want to be, whatever you want it to be. And the challenge is, can you be consistent with it from now until September 12th? And I want to be clear about what the word consistent means. Consistent does not mean perfect. Consistent doesn't mean you never missed a day. Consistent doesn't mean you never messed up. It just means, can you be consistent this summer with this one thing? And the challenge is, I want, and the reason I think it's a great little goal is because at the end of the summer, you, if whatever this thing is that you picked, summer, summer challenge, fun run race for the cure, um, you are going to be, if you, if you make it to September 12th, you're going to be blown away by the amount of growth that comes from it. Mm -hmm. And that's my challenge for you this summer. I have a sub challenge yes! that I would like to issue. Okay. Perfect. I'm ready. And that is going to be Joy's <laughs> anti-delusional fun run for the cure. <laughs> for the cure of delusion. So <laughs> my my secondary challenge is that um, you be honest with yourself uh. if you have um, failed to be consistent um and then i would i would say in order to do that you do need to differentiate between it's not again it's not about being perfect but you need to be able to say Mm. i did not do that this week Mm -hmm. versus oh i did do that this week (laughs) yes and you will need to be able Mm -hmm. i'm not saying you need to like Go into the chokey and punish yourself. <laughs> no, you just need to get back on the horse. Right. And But what I'm saying is that an important part of this is that if you say, if you hear Summer's words and you go, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to do this thing. <laughs> and then you never do it. Yeah. I need you to be able to say, my challenge to you is that when we check in uh-huh. on September 12th, uh-huh. that you can be honest enough to say... I, I just didn't do that. I didn't do that thing. I didn't do it at all. I did it one quarter of the amount I anticipated. Um, or I did it every time and it was so easy and I'm so glad I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, not not to beat yourself up. It's not a weapon. It's just did, an exercise yes. in living in reality. Yes. It, that's a great exercise to be consistent in. And just remember to approach whatever this is. And again, the parameters I've left wide open for you. You could really, if you want to win both challenges, <laughs> it would be so easy. So to doable. Do so. so doable. But what I want you to remember is that if you did not eat lunch yesterday or the day before and you were hungry at noon tomorrow you wouldn't go well I can't eat lunch because I didn't do it yesterday that's not how you approach food so don't approach any discipline that way well I didn't do it last time so I guess I'm just not doing it is not a way to be consistent that is the best hack for being inconsistent and not doing it so don't you don't it doesn't have to be perfect. Make it doable. 
and drop it in the comments somewhere. I don't care where because I need something to come back to. You need something to come back to on September 12th. I'm going to tell you all to come back to the comments here on September 12th and tell me I didn't do it. I did it. And if you did it, I want to see pictures or I want to know how it went or what growth came or how you enjoyed like just something. Right. Go grow in something and and learn how to be consistent in it. Does that mean that next week when we come and record an episode, we're going to have our thing. And then the yes. week of the episode. Yes. So I looked it up. There will be, okay. there will be an episode coming out on September 11th. Okay. So we'll check. So we in. could do, either do it that, or obviously the next Monday would be a bit after, but I'm ready to check in, but yeah, we're going to check in, but we're, we're I'll tell also, you what it is next week. We're going to do it with you. And that includes, yeah. um, times we already know didn't make it. Uh, uh-huh. And so both challenges, summer's summertime challenge and Joy's happy (laughs) non-delusional challenge of living in reality. I'm excited. A celebration of reality. (laughs) Celebration of reality. (laughs) I think we we need to talk about delusion soon. Anyway. um, Okay. Those are my recommends. What else do you have? I don't have anything yeah, else. That's, that, those are my recommends. Oh, I'm glad we my ended last, on that note. I, well, I, ha- I always like just throw it on there that I'm oh. thinking of. Okay. The other one I had on was just like, pray for your husband. That's a good one. Yeah. How about just or, pray? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think in general, um, well, I guess here's a... I'm would you kidding. be surprised that I'm going to expand on what I just said? Everyone's like, no, we don't. We're not surprised. <laughs> we were waiting for it. We've just been I here. I was looking forward to it. We've just been it. here for the expansion. <laughs> that is... That's that actually is point. what Sheologians is. This is just an expansion. Expansion. <laughs> um, so here's the thing. is like sometimes you're in... I guess what I mean is like pray for your sort of like seemingly impossible situations. Pray Mm. for your husband, pray for the people that X, Y, Z. If you are in a situation that it seems like you cannot change through your Mm. behavior, like I can't do anything about it. My husband thinks this, my boss thinks this, my friend thinks this. And like, I can't actually like I can't do anything and nothing ever seems to change. Okay. So here's the thing is you can do something and that is pray. The alternative is doing nothing. And really if, if it's, if the situation is no fault of your own, nothing will change, but you can act in faith that your prayers will change the situation. Um, they will change what is happening into something that, Mm. is new Mm. um and so sometimes what we like to do is we like to dwell and we like to think and we like to monologue about oh yeah like what what else could i possibly do i can't change this i can't blah 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 this never seems to be different um i uh i would recommend that you be the change (laughs) she physically (laughs) gagged so yeah you be the change the uh, your prayers for someone may be the means that god uses for a for a transformation in somebody else you know um i think that 
when you look at scripture, you see that people pray for God to change circumstances a lot. I feel like neither of us recommended oh, prayer changes things. The book of my life. But yeah. I didn't recommend it because I thought you were going to recommend it. <laughs> okay. So we both recently read <laughs> Prayer Changes Things by our friend Andrew Sandlin. And uh, that is another book that uh, as soon as I can, I'm going to have just to hand out. I just, yeah. Well, and I figured, I was like, maybe we're not recommending it because we'd just like to have him. I, I talk so about strongly it. want to recommend it. We're just going to have him on the show to talk yeah. about it. But, uh, you know, look at the Lord's Prayer. The God, God, look at that prayer that's modeled for us in scripture. It actually includes petitions to request, I'm sorry, requests to change the status quo of what's going on in the world. We want God's will to be done on heaven as it is on earth. Uh, we want these things. It's, it's requests for things and for circumstances to change. And then just look all over the Bible. You see the prophets praying for circumstances to change and situations to change and scenarios to change. And uh, we think that we can't pray those prayers anymore. And that's stupid. <laughs> we should pray how scripture. Yeah. The Psalms. I mean, Lord, do this. Right. Lord, do this thing. Do yeah. this thing. I'm asking this thing. I need you to do this thing. I need you to affect this situation. I need you to affect these people. Close these mouths. Open these doors. Um, but we are so holier than thou that we think, you know, oh, well, I can't ask for that. That's, you know, God's going to do what he's going to do. And I cannot pray for that change. Yeah. It's like that's, but that's not how the Bible models prayer. So right. there's a disconnect. Yeah. And I think we, we almost think we're doing it sort of in a faithful way. Like, I don't want to presume that I would tell God what to do, but that's not what a prayer is. Nope. Um, and uh, that's not how the psalmists were praying. They weren't no. presuming that they could tell God what to do. But right. um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a great recommend. And that could be your summer challenge. I included prayer as an example. Mm -hmm. Like, can you commit to consistently growing in prayer or your right. Bible reading or whatever else? Um you know, make it be something that's going to bless you, your family, grow you closer to God. Um, make you like Jesus. Make something more beautiful, more tasty. Learn how to flower arrange. I don't care. Yeah. Um, just something that is going to challenge you and grow you in that way. But for sure, whether you're praying, if you're not praying, that's something to become consistent in. Uh, that it will be will be worth your time, and yeah. I would love to hear back from you in three months how that's changed you and circumstances. Yep. <laughs> Prayer changes things. Okay, yes. all right. Um, well, that's it for this week. You can leave us a voicemail okay, at four seven zero four six five zero four seven five. Oh man, I really thought I was saying my personal phone number. I needed a second. A good job. I was like. <sighs> Is that my personal phone number? Because <laughs> I know you guys are going to call. All right. That is it for this week, and we'll see you next week. See ya. All right. Oh, yeah. This is what's up. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Job, Psalms, Proverbs.